This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world. Jerusalem, Israel, which is in the middle of a massive winter storm, which brings a lot of wind, not much else, a little rain, no snow, eh, what are you going to do? But it's still Jerusalem, what can I tell you? If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both Twitter and LinkedIn and subscribe to our YouTube channel. So I want to speak to you today about mistakes. We all make them. When it comes to investing, though, you really want to make sure that you don't become what I would refer to as uh, a repeat offender. Okay, you don't want to be. You don't want to keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you a story. It happened about, I don't know, three years ago or so. We were sitting around eating dinner. We'd finished eating dinner. <clears throat> and I was going on that I had like a really hard day, a bunch of meetings, I don't know, seven, eight meetings back to back. And, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> my eight and then 10 year old uh, child. Thought it'd be funny to sit next to me and pretend that they were actually having a financial planning meeting with me. Um, my eight-year-old daughter started, and after making some small talk, like where she's from, where she lives, I proceeded to start asking her about her long-term financial goals and needs. Um, needless to say, she had no clue whatsoever what I was talking about, decided to uh, get up to the table, go to the couch, and play with her cell phone. Then came... 10-year-old boy, child, uh, and pretty much the exact same thing happened. He was able to maybe hold on for a little longer than her, but quickly, when we started speaking about long-term goals and needs, it was like, oh, my long-term goal is to win at the video game I'm playing. <laughs> anyway, no, kidding. They're great kids. Uh, that was a while ago, and chances are, three years later, if we had the same conversation, uh, I'd probably get the same response, because there's nothing more magnetic, let's say, than... Uh, running from the table to the couch and playing a video game. What can I tell you? Um, then it occurred to me, right, that we raise kids, we expect them to make mistakes. Um, and we want them to learn from those mistakes, right? There's obviously they're going to cross the street maybe once without looking or they might touch something. I don't know, whatever it is, right? You can figure out what mistakes they make. And we correct them. We tell them, we give them constructive criticism and say, you know, this is not what you should do and blah, 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 right? And fix it. Um, it's the same thing with managing your money. We all, all of us have made financial mistakes. I think the goal financially is not to repeat the same mistakes, right? Learn from history, learn from your mistakes. The same thing as child rearing um, when it comes to financial planning. Um, interesting, writing about the need for financial advisors to help clients navigate the financial, their financial decisions. Brendan Mooley of Your Brain on Stocks writes, that I want to dispel an implicit myth about behavioral coaching. It's not predicated upon its recipient being crazy, stupid, or reckless, nor is it predicated upon the purveyor being a genius, stoic, or superhuman. 
it's predicated upon both parties being human. And I think that's really the point, right? People make mistakes. Don't make them again. And that's where it comes. Too often, I see investors who become repeat offenders, right? In investing, we don't have, you know, three strikes and you're out. But the more strikes, right, the, that you add up, right, the worse your financial future is going to look. In order to have a successful and secure financial future, financial retirement, it's imperative to learn from your mistakes. Here's some common missteps that if you correct can have an immensely positive impact on your retirement. A few months ago, I sat with somebody who was planning on retiring in a few years. She had a huge, huge mess on her hands. She had multiple US bank accounts and brokerage accounts. And she worked in high tech here in Israel and she made the rounds, right? From startup to startup to startup to startup, which means her local Israeli pension situation was a mess. She had multiple pensions. She had met multiple, which called Karen Hishtamut plans. Um, it's awfully hard planning for retirement when you've got a mess on your hands, when you have no clue what you actually own because it's too complicated to consolidate everything and just put it on a piece of paper and say, I've got X, Y, and Z. Um, not only does having so many accounts make it um, complicated to get a complete financial future picture, excuse me, it can create havoc when the retiree gets older and may not be able to stay in control of the accounts or worse, forgets the accounts even exist. How often do we see people call our office and say, you know, can we do a check in on unclaimed property? Because I'm pretty sure my father owned a bank stock in 1974, or I, fa I found a, a old statement or an old stock certificate. Um, do you think it's still real? Is the company still around? Do they go bankrupt? This kind of thing happens here all the time. Probably get a, maybe once every two weeks, I get a call or an email um, discussing that. Right? When a client has multiple accounts, her financial advisor should really sit on top of her uh, of the entire financial situation. The professional will not just focus on one account, but she assess everything and see how the entire financial situation fits the client's goals and needs. Is try as well as try where possible. Not everything is possible to consolidate, but try and consolidate. Right? There's no need to have 12, five brokerage accounts and six banks. Right? They're not giving toasters away anyway anymore. And if they do, you already got a toaster. You got six toasters. Okay, you don't need to have all of those accounts. Um, next step, I would say, is um, people waiting, be, being too smart in the market, right? Waiting for the market to drop. <clears throat> I regularly see people keep too much money in cash. Now, it goes without saying that an important part of any financial plan is to keep three to six months um, of your expenses in a, what's called an emergency fund. I'm not talking about that. Um, too often I see people with way more money than that sitting in cash, two, three years of money sitting in cash. I ask them, why keep so much money in cash? Well, we think the market's overvalued and we want to, uh, we want to wait for it to drop. And then we're going to just jump right in head first. I point out, well, you know, over the last couple of years, the markets had big drops three years ago, dropped 20%. Um, 18 months ago, we had a 35% drop. So like, why didn't you invest then? And they said they didn't even know what happened, right? They don't pay attention to the markets. We just, you know, we didn't know the market dropped 35%. Had we known, we would have invested. But the point is your money's sitting in cash. You don't follow things. So what do you think is going to happen, right? That is horrible because you could have, you know, just nobody even remembers that the market through Corona dropped 
It was like a blip on, on history, right? It, it, people said, oh, the market, before coronavirus saying, oh, the market is so overvalued, right? Then the market got slam dunked and then it came right back and above and beyond where it was. It's as if nothing even happened, right? So you're waiting, I mean, what are you waiting for when you want the market to drop 20, 30, 40%? What are you waiting for? It's not gonna stay there forever. It's not gonna go to zero. So at some point you have to be happy as well. I got it, you know, I'm lucky. I happen to be lucky. Um, I got an, I got a discount. So let's take advantage of the discount. Now put money in for the long term. Uh, the final tip I want to give relates um, with to somebody who, who has some older relatives, older parents. Um, and it, it, I can't stress enough the importance of taking care of this. And that's called, we call it trading authority. Um, as I've spoken about numerous times as retirees age, they often don't add somebody to the account to execute changes on their behalf. I advise retirees to give a child or a trusted, confident, what's called trading authority. This way, if the client can't fully supervise the account and doesn't become frozen, right? More than once I've been in a case where an older client had an individual account and became sick, or they had some kind of, God forbid, they had a stroke one time, whatever it is, right? They aren't able to execute any instructions in their account. They can't call me why because they're incapacitated, right? It's as good when you're incapacitated, your account is as good as being frozen. And unfortunately, that's when you probably need the money the most, right? You might have to bring in a foreign worker. You might have to expand a bathroom to get a wheelchair. I mean, who knows what it is? I can't stress enough the importance of adding somebody, a child, somebody that you really, really trust to the account so that if that were to happen, right? Um, God forbid that you would have um, a solution up and running that person, you know, if you needed 20, 30, $40,000 to pay for someone's expense, they can take care of it. Um, we all make mistakes. Okay. Except for me. Now I even make mistakes. Okay. But I try to limit the mistakes to once one and done. Okay. Avoid repeating them. So you can have a secure financial future. You have been tuning in to the Aaron Katzman Show. I am your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life and money and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll speak to you soon.